This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Guess oh, who's back? Back, back, back again. <laughs> Ladies <laughs> back. Guys, welcome back. So welcome back. I'm really happy to be here today. Just to confirm, we're keeping that singing in. Oh, absolutely. Okay, we are. We love to sing it. <laughs> we are, we're, we're, we're in a mood, aren't yeah. we? I honestly, okay, I'm going to start. Let's just get into weekly highs and lows because I have something to okay, say. Let's go. Okay, I had my low of the week last night. Mm. Is there anything more angry that angry? <laughs> I was like, surely you run with that. Is there anything more angering than needing to go to sleep and not mm. being able to? I don't think so. No. And we've both experienced that this week. Yes. And I'm not having a bar of it. Me neither. I just want to s- s- tell the story. Okay. So I went to bed at 1030. Mm. I washed my hair. I did a bit of journaling before bed. I was like, surely I will fall into yeah. a deep sleep because we've actually, like we've had a big day today. We're going to have a big day. We've got a photo shoot. Yeah. I was like, the one day I need my beauty sleep yes. is tonight. I'm like a stunning doll. Exactly. Like I don't want to be puffy face. Like no. let's have a good night's sleep. Mm. I was lying there, brain wouldn't turn off. And I was like, I'm just going to check the time. Mm. 12. Yep, 12. Okay. So then I was like, I'm going to put a meditation on. Cheeky Mm. meditation. I always fall asleep to a meditation. It was 45 minutes long. I did hear the end of it. And I did hear the next one begin with an ad. So that woke me straight back up. Turned my phone off. It was one. I don't think I got to sleep till like 1.30. Like what? Why? And I was tired. Why do brains do this? You know what? Oh, I'm so frustrated. <laughs> I love sleep. Me too. You know, like a good seven, eight hour sleep, if not nine is where it's at. Yeah. And I had the exact same, exact same thing the other day. So I went boxing, um, like I boxed before, but we went like boxing, boxing. Yes. With, in a ring? Uh, not in a ring. <laughs> <laughs> not in a ring yeah. I'm just trying but, to picture it. No, it was, well, it was like a, like an older school, like boxing gym. Yeah. And um, T always goes with his mates and he's like, yeah, come on. I went with his sister and I was like, yeah, wild. Like, let's let's do it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It was <laughs> the worst hour and a half of my life. Like, there were, part, there were parts where I was like, no, this is, this is good. This is great. Yeah. But majority was not good. It was like hill sprints to start off with, lap around the oval. I, it took me straight back to 12 years old cross country days, oh. like regionals, districts, just having a crack. <laughs> my 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 lungs I was like tap out like I'm done and my whole body I've been complaining to um Georgia and Sophie now group chat for like a good two days now but I feel broken yeah and I have boxed before but when you have a break and get back into it oh it's always the first session back isn't it it hits different Different. yeah yeah even now like I have a little giggle and it's like oh like I can feel my room cage that was me so um I actually didn't box, but I went to the gym the other day and then Sam was like, oh, like, let's do an ab finisher together. Yeah. So we did like three exercises, um, sets of three, blah, 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 on machines. Yeah. And I like pushed myself hard because I was like competitive. Mm. I wanted to do the same weights as him, yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and I like pushed myself hard. The next day, couldn't laugh. I couldn't like move my body felt like my ribs were like bruised honestly they're still kind of like it yeah it's (laughs) i think i said in the first episode of season one i was like i kind of love it when my abs are sore because you feel shredded yeah take it back take it back this is too much i can't even talk like just then i'm like (sighs) and 
like my lats. Your body convulses. Yeah. Oh, it's – I woke up and I'm like, I feel like an old man. I'm yeah. stiff. My point with all of this being – Yes. That night, it was – it's at night, so it's like from 5.30 till like 7, 7.15. Like that's late. That I'm, is late. I don't train at night. What, do you, what are your thoughts around that? Oh, not for me. Random. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll have the inspiration. I'll be like, let's do it. Mm. But like I want to be eating at like 6.30, bed by night. Yeah. You know? Uh, the whole time I'm like, why am I not asleep? Yeah. <laughs> and it feels just a bit weird, doesn't it, to be like fully working out at like 7 p.m. at night. But I, I take my hat off to people that do. And also – like each to their own. Oh, There's yeah. No wrong or right time. Sometimes train, I but. feel like training, night training, you have a really great session because you've got food in your, like so much food in yourself from yeah. the day. So yeah. you've got the energy. Mm. And it's like finally your time to shine. You're like, yeah. yeah and I kind of think like gyms are usually pretty quiet at like night, mm. night. Yeah. That's kind of great. Yeah, this is true. But I think that night I went to sleep and we got home from dinner and straight away went to bed. It was only like, Maybe eight forty five, nine o'clock. Um, but that's like you know, pretty stock standard. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's not um nighttime, bedtime. Um anyway, I'm like, I'm I have you know, I'm depleted, I'm yes. tired, I'm gonna just drop yep. sleep, like easy. No. Like I got to the point where T was snoring and that usually like usually I can fall asleep before that. Yeah. Didn't. Oh again, the Japanese garden music ran over three times. I was just, oh my God, it's just not good, is it? Why? Was it your brain? Yes. And yeah. I, I don't know, because TV, then I think I was like a bit, you know when dinner's salty? <laughs> yeah. And you wake up and you're always thirsty. Yes. I woke up at 12, 12.30, 2.30. Yep. Got up at 4.44. Kind of loved that. I was like, oh, oh. angel numbers. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I was like, wow, that was just not it. No. Mm. And the thing is, I kept peeing during, like, while I was awake too. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, why? Like, I haven't even had that much water recently. Yeah, why am no I still needing to it. pee? Mm. Oh, anyway. So, like, where were we headed with that? Was that a high? Was that a low? <laughs> so, that was my low for the week. <laughs> my high. I haven't told you this yet. And I'm... <sighs> I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> it's nothing huge. Okay. But I found the couch pillow. What? The missing couch pillow. I found it. <laughs> Guys. If you watch my videos and you watch like the moving vlog, oh you will know that we had this missing, mysterious missing couch pillow, right? We could not find it for the life of us. And not like a, not like a pillow, like no, no, no. a part of the couch. Was yes. Yeah. Like a massive, like big cushion, you know, wow. over a meter long kind of thing. The other two cushions weren't in boxes. We'd open every box being like, no, nah, like we can't find it. We've contacted the removalist being like, where's our thing? Like, you know, like this isn't okay. Like this is a massive cushion. Yeah. Our couch is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> we want this cushion. Yeah. Anyway, I was doing my office finally. Like we've been in this house for four weeks and I'm finally like getting my office sorted. I open my box that has my like big Mac in it thinking it said um, fragile Mac on it. I didn't even think to open it because I was like, it's just my MacBook, like my Mac, iMac kind of thing. Yeah. Open it up. Oh I have God. it on my footage. Like it's going to be in next week's vlog. Uh, you should see my face. I just, my jaw drops and I'm like, <laughs> you're joking me. There's the cushion protecting the, the Mac. The Mac makes total sense. The removalist did a fantastic job and we're over here being like, where's our cushion? Like using the guy, and yeah. He's like, I put it. He's <laughs> like, guys, I swear it's there. Well, I'm so happy because that couch just wasn't complete without. No, it. and I put it back on the couch last night. I was like, wow, like our lounge room is complete again. Oh, so if that's the best. That was my high of the week. Yeah, Honestly, I'm so happy. Oh my god, that. <laughs> 
That's shocking. Right? And I feel a bit embarrassed because I'm like, wow. Like, it was in the only box we didn't open. And you told a lot of people. I did. I don't have this cushion. (laughs) It was kind of like, people were DMing me on Instagram being like, have you found this cushion? I was like, no, we still have it. Because it was in my office. I just haven't opened the box yet. (laughs) Oh, anyway. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, my low was asleep and just the fact that I'm a bit broken. Yes. Um, High of the week. I've been very consistent with training yeah but just feeling good Mm. and I just sort of got to a point where I'm like you have a choice to make here like what are you what are you doing yeah you kind of just I feel like Mm. we go through seasons so much throughout the year of like Mm. training well not even going off the bandwagon but just like not training and then training again and then like you it's still your life it's going to change yeah but I feel like both of us right now are in a really like motivated let's get fitter let's get stronger kind of mood definitely and I'm just in that I'm at that point I think where I'm like you know what be your word like when you say you're gonna do something do it let's do it exactly you know because I think for all the last few weeks and this isn't even in regards to like fitness it's just in general I'm sort of like yep gotta do this Mm, yeah Mm, next week it's Mm -hmm. like come on yep Absolutely. Like, be better for yourself. Exactly. You and guess like midday and you're like, oh, I'm not going to train today. It's like, well, yeah. I have time. Totally. And I've spoken about stacked references before, but every time you prove to yourself that you give up or you show evidence that you quit when you say you're going to do something, it becomes a stacked reference and that's your default. And I'm like, no, Riley. Because yeah. when I think of stuff like that, I'm like, my default can't be turning off my alarm or doing something the next day or not cooking dinner or yeah. not going to bed early. Whatever mm-hmm. it looks like for me, I'm like, no, no more. Yeah. So I'm feeling good. Yeah, no, I love it. Well, the thing is, is when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, you're literally telling your brain, oh, this is what I now do when you tell me to do something. Yeah. And you pretty much just create like a pattern of this girl doesn't show up for herself. So yep. there's so much evidence now and there's so mm-hmm. many examples of times that you have given up that it's like, cool, that's just what I do. Well, it's so true. Hey, you know, like I had a moment last week, I woke up, I did not feel like going for a walk, mm. but I just got up, put my shoes up and went shoes yeah. on and went yeah. <laughs> and then I was walking and I was like wow mm-hmm. like I actually did that there's been so many mornings where I'm like nah it's too cold it's too yeah, this like I'm too tired I just want to sit on the couch like it's just and then the next morning I did it because I just like it was like my brain was like well we're doing it today exactly and you no know? don't you agree as well there's a fine line between obviously pushing yourself and and yeah being excessive in an, oh, absolutely. in an approach when you're tired or you're whatever but a lot of the time we just make excuses we do and you at the end of the day, you know, you can blame a lot of people around you. You can blame your situation. You can blame your work, whatever. But you have to be the one to hold yourself accountable in that. Yeah. And nothing – I've said it before, but nothing changes if nothing changes. So it's like – Classic. You've got to change. Yeah, classic. <laughs> but it's like you, you have yeah. to make the Oh, change. it's so true. So, yeah, it's just important that – you get to that place where you're like, come on, like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> exactly. Well, I actually said this in my last week, like what, last week's vlog. I was saying that I've kind of come to the point now where I know that I want to make some changes mm. with myself yeah. and it kind of all like, I kind of never wanted to speak about it or kind of chat about it openly because I was kind of like, if I want to change myself, does that mean I haven't like accepted myself or love my body, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of just came to the realization being like, wow, like I have never loved and appreciated my body as much as I do right now, but I can still want to change it. And that's not a bad thing. Not at all. And I loved watching that part of your vlog too, because obviously we speak about it, you know, personally, but it's, it's not about... You know, we're in a time right now where, yes, you need to be accepting of your body and things that are normal, like 
like we said last week with Brie, like cellulite, hip dips, lower belly fat, all these different Every, things that yeah. we experience as girls, stretch marks, whatever. That's fine, right? Like, and we need to find that place where it's not as though you wake up in the morning and you're like, I am so stoked that I've got cellulite. But no. you can look in the mirror and be like, you know what? My body's awesome. Yeah. And it does what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm healthy and I prioritize myself, all the rest of it. But like so said, we're almost in a culture of getting angry or slamming people that are like, hey, I want to lose weight or hey, I want to change this. It's still okay. And mm-hmm. I always, you know, I've had clients come to me and they're like, it's it's not that I think I'm fat. Like, I know I'm not fat, but I, I do. I'm like, you know what? Stop. You don't need to justify no, it. because. Yeah. Yeah, it really frustrates me that because everyone is allowed to work towards whatever goal they want to work towards. And if something triggers you, and this is, um, you know, like just to put it out that we might be talking calories and stuff, but if something triggers you like um, someone using my fitness pal or seeing someone track their workouts or their steps or stay accountable to a certain routine, that is on you. Mm-hmm. And that's not to make you feel bad or anything like that, but it's important that you acknowledge the things that trigger you and don't deflect on other people because what someone else is doing for them is not relevant to you. Mm-mm. And if you do feel triggered by calories or tracking or walking a certain amount of steps or whatever that might be, it's really important that you take that action and deal with that with a professional, someone who can help you because it's not a normal way to feel, but equally it's not okay for you to deflect and put somebody else down based on their choices around their health and fitness. I have you know, gone on and off tracking for years and I have a very healthy relationship with food and I always have. So if someone was to come to me and say, you're, you know, you're triggering me and that's not healthy and you're promoting um, the wrong message. Well, no, because this suits me and this works for me because I'm actually equipped to do this and not feel triggered in any way. So if you do feel that way, just know that you're not alone in that. And it's completely normal if, um, you know, things do come up for you when you talk calories or tracking or weight loss and whatever, but that is for you to deal with as well and know that there is so much support out there for you to be able to deal with that. But it is important that you're not putting people down in that process as well that choose otherwise. Well, that's the thing. And I think we were speaking about this yesterday, but if something triggers you in a person, whether it's health and fitness, whether it's their personality, whether it's something, one mannerism they do, it's not about them. You can't be mad at them for doing it because they're just living their life. It's on you to be self-aware and be like, why does that upset me? Does that upset me because I have problem with that? Mm -hmm. Am I, you know, if someone, I think you used the example yesterday, if you're looking at someone and I don't know, they're really self-absorbed or whatever. And that really frustrates you so much. Like it just gets your, like it boils your blood. Look within and be like, oh, like, am I that? Mm -hmm. And I don't realize it. Well, what triggers you and someone else is because you see a part of you in them. Exactly. And that is so hard to do. I have this specific person that has always just annoyed me. Grew up in school and (laughs) I... I hate it because I'm like, I know why you annoy me. You're similar to me. Yeah. But it's so, it's, I love that I've now realized that because Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you're annoying me, but I do it. And that's why it annoys me because you don't annoy anyone else, you know? And it's just what they do. Yeah. And I'll be honest right now, like just in full transparency, I remember when we first became friends and this is sort of me now reflecting like in this moment. So I haven't been stewing on this, but I am thinking, Okay, I think a part of me was triggered by you because we both are not very, um, 
what's the word? Like we talk about this all the time, but when it comes to friendships, we're quite lazy. Yes. And I think part of me was like, that's so annoying. But I'm like, no, you're annoyed because you are the lazy friend. Yeah. Okay. But it's like, it's not an actual issue for us, but it's important that you can recognize that and actually like work on it. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. Well, if you have a friend that you're so frustrated by because she doesn't text you, do you text her? Completely. Do you ask her how she's doing? Exactly. So I could sit back and be like, oh, Sophie's triggering me. Like she's a shit friend. She's a whatever. While I'm sitting here not doing anything. Exactly. Like I'm being the example of what triggers me. Yeah. Right? So it is important to, yeah, be really self-aware. And that's a hard thing to do. Oh, and so hard. A lot of the time, if you find that you either know someone who deflects a lot of things or you yourself can think right now listening, you're like, oh, damn it. Like I can think <laughs> of situations. I mean, I can think of plenty of situations yeah. I've done it um, that you perhaps, yeah, deflect on other people. You really do need to just be aware that they're probably at quite a low level of self-awareness. Yeah. And that is totally fine. But the more that you can pick up on things that you might be doing and sort of catch yourself out in moments of feeling really triggered or like you are about to sort of deflect and get angry at someone else, stop, breathe, recognize perhaps what that is for what it is before you give meaning to it Um that's sort of external from what it actually is as well. But yeah, it's tricky. Like this it stuff is. is, yeah. And I hope we don't sound like preachy because this is, no. I mean, I check myself every day. I'm like, okay, before you react, like, for example, the other day, actually, this has got nothing to do with like a person, but my vlog, like I ex- um, exported it. I'm still not really good with the lingo. <laughs> no, you got it. I exported it. <laughs> and then I only saved half and deleted the second half off my iMovie. It was just a whole thing. Yeah. I spent like a good two hours. Anyway, in that moment, I was like, Sorry to swear, but I was like, fuck, like, what the hell? Like, that's so annoying. I'm like, yeah. oh, and then I'm like, the minute I was about to get really angry, I was like, Riley, stop. Mm. I was like, what right now in this moment do you need to do, say, walk away, whatever, to make this situation different from what it is? And I was like, you know what? Me being angry right now will not change the fact that it's it's gone. Yeah. What do you need to do? I'm like, you know what? I don't have the energy right now to sit back and just do what I did the last two hours. So I'm like, it's going to be a day late. I'll do it tomorrow when I'm feeling better. Like I've had a moment. Mm. Change my day. Yeah. But if I stood on that, it honestly would have ruined my day because I would have just been angry and sitting in that that emotion and that tension for the rest of my day. And, and then, you know, take it home and I'm angry at him and then mum calls and I'm short with her. And yeah. you have to realize sometimes that your actions really do affect everyone around you as well. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it's, you really do have to go within to do that because, mm. and it's, it's the same thing. If someone tells you you're doing something wrong or someone, you know, re- makes you realize something about yourself, you're going to get defensive. Yeah. That's normal. I know if Sam and I are arguing, I'm on the defense before he's even said it. <laughs> like, I know what you're about to say and I'm already going to come back <laughs> and you're wrong. Yeah, But it's the same thing. You know, you, it might take a while to be like, oh, okay. Like I am doing that. Mm. But even just to start thinking about it, you yeah. know, well, totally. And Catch actually, yourself. you just saying that about um, Sam, T and I have been so much better lately at being like, we need to stop and actually just listen to each other. I'm like, what about me annoys you? Like, just yeah. let me know if you are annoyed. I can't guess and vice versa. I think sometimes, particularly in relationships, we expect the other person to know what we're thinking or know how we feel. But if you actually just never tell them, nothing will ever change. And we've definitely been a lot more... I guess just intentional is like, how are you actually feeling? Like, am I annoying you? What do I do that annoys you? And the minute you get it off your chest and you're clear, you don't even need to get to that point of anger or um, 
what's the word that you just use like you're on the defense yeah all the time yeah. and yeah it, and I mean it applies to everything but a lot of the time we wonder why our parents trigger us so much it's because we see ourselves in them directly yeah well they so, raised you you are part of them <laughs> exactly so it's um it's a big topic I it think is. it's something that we could definitely dive into like deeper on one day as well but can I also just say speaking yeah. on relationships yeah. I've really been thinking a lot lately I've just been having a lot of thoughts <laughs> maybe it's this time of year I don't know what's going on maybe something in the air but so Sam and I have been together for three almost three four. years oh I thought it was four no I think it's it's three years in it's December time, isn't oh it? is it four years in December I think it's four. Oh wow no we started dating in 2017, yeah, December. 18, 19, 20, 21. <gasps> four years. <gasps> I knew it was four. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so four years. And I feel like, and we've said this, I remember you saying this to me like pretty mm. early on in our friendship. You were like, I don't feel like I really knew T until three years in. Mm. Like, like you obviously know him, but like really get to just know your relationship, know how you both work, like know yeah. that person to their core. Yeah. And I really like this year has been crazy because it has been like going from the three years to the four years. And I just kind of realized like, wow, like with long-term relationships, you can't ever not just, oh, how am I going to word this? But you can't ever just kind of like stop putting effort in because as soon oh, as no. you do, yeah. like you just kind of, your housemates. Mm-hmm. Just living in the same house. Oh, how's your day? Yeah, it's good. Mundane, blah blah blah. It's boring. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I've just been thinking a lot lately. Like, obviously, you know, Sam and I are both busy. We've both got things on, and it's so easy, especially once you're so comfortable with someone. Like, you're over the honeymoon phase. Of course, I still like. I'm obsessed with them. Love him, but like, you're not that like yeah. infatuated. Like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like you're all I think about. You know, life happens. And it's you need like I've needed to pull myself up and be like, let's actually like put some real effort into this relationship. Mm. Let's put our phones away. Let's actually have a conversation. Let's actually talk yeah. like we're fully in love. Let's go on a date night. Let's do this, blah, blah, mm. blah, blah. And I mean, it's so, you know, you get busy and you get stressed about things and that's going to change. But coming back to that is so important. And I think that's just what I've realized lately. Oh, I yeah. I mean, we've spoken about this so much, but it's so true. And I mean, the cliche saying that the grass is just greener where you water it. Oh, ain't that true? Ain't, ain't that a fact? <laughs> but it is. It's so true. And we do. We just get lazy. And I know T came home probably like two weeks ago and he's like, I'm just like, I'm bored. We yeah. need to, to do more. And I'm like, yeah, I could not agree more. It's like you just get in the routine of even your conversation, like what's for dinner? Yes. Who's going to clean up? Oh, is, Who, um, have you gone to Woolies? <laughs> like, how, how is the chicken in the fridge? <laughs> In my vlog, hey, I'm like, hey, what's up? Uh, how long's the chicken been in the fridge? <laughs> I'm like, that's a reality, though, and it is. There is those boring times, but no matter how busy you are, you can make the time and, and put in the effort as well. And it, I do think it has to be um, a two way street. Like, it can't be one of you trying to instigate no. it because if it is, there's still like a huge disconnect. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I was saying to Soph, even last night, we where what were we doing? Oh, we went to um, T's mum's for dinner, yep. that's right. Got home and he's like, oh, let's just like chill for an hour. Like actually just talk and, you know, usually we'd be like watch an episode or do yeah. this or do that. And he's like, well, let's just talk for an hour. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's as simple as talking for an hour. Mm-hmm. That's and like really talking. Yeah, no phones, no screens, no yep. shows because 
you know, what happens is you grab your dinner, you sit in front of the TV, you talk about the TV show, you say goodnight, you go to sleep, you wake up, have a good day, don't talk all day, mm-hmm. what's for dinner, who's sit doing down. dishes. Yep, sit down, watch a TV show. TV. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And if you do that for weeks and months, my God, like what's going on? How yeah. are you feeling? What's been happening? And yeah, I know, um, yeah, not to go into it, but like we've been going through a bit of stuff like individually, separately. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's cool to get to this place now where we're like, all right, like I think like things are good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it is, it's doing the inner work. It's recognizing, you know, if you need help, what's going on for you personally. Um, and so for now we wouldn't talk about this in the car, you know, cause you were like, I think I want to see a psychologist. Yeah. Mm. I have just been thinking like, like nothing is incredibly wrong, like blah, 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 blah. But I think honestly, and I've heard multiple people say this before, everyone needs to see it like therapist, psychologist, mm-hmm. because having someone to chat to who is unbiased to your life, to your situation, to you, just about anything, yeah. I think is honestly so beneficial. And I, like we were, spe- again, speaking about this in the car, like literally on the way here, I was like, I reckon I absolutely have some like built up suppressed emotions yeah. that I haven't dealt with for the past five years that you just kind of like bury and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, like I'm good now, you know? Yeah, definitely. Oh. Definitely. And we all do. And it's, um, yeah, it's so important to create space, even within, you know, your relationships. So whether that's friendships, family, you know, personal relationships as well. And if someone, you know, if someone around you kind of appears to be fine, but struggling, just ask them, mm. really just ask them and don't stop asking. Yeah. Like, ask 20, 40 times if you need to. Exactly. Because a lot of the time we do just sort of go along life and even if we are struggling it's like oh well that's just life you know yeah like yeah work just sucks and that relationship's just shitty and whatever well that's just my mindset and you don't question it yeah until you get to that point where it's almost like that catalyst of I feel like shit yeah or I'm miserable or I'm really unhappy whatever it is and there's no shame in that either. I think it's like we're so beyond that now. Like drop yeah. the stigma. Who cares? Like everyone struggles. I'm going to be proud to be like, oh, I'm having a meeting with my therapist. I'm so excited. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I was saying to Soph too, I'm like, I wonder why I've never felt or not in the short term like I need to see a, like a psychologist or someone. But I also could acknowledge that I have amazing mentors in my life through mm-hmm. coaching that I really you know, know can hold space for me and that's where I have my outlet. So I'm like, no, I am getting that fix. Yeah. Um, but if I wasn't, yeah, for sure. Like everyone needs someone to talk to, particularly now, you know, there's so much happening. And if you're not feeling okay, or you just, you just feel like you're on this roller coaster of some days are great. Some days aren't like, then you're happy. Then you're sad. Then you're emotional. Then you're tired. Then you're angry. That's also being human, but you don't have to you don't have to do it alone and honestly just create that transparency with people around you be yeah. honest because the minute you let it off your chest oh my god like you just feel yeah. so much better you do and i also feel i feel like that's something that you did with me very early on in our friendship <laughs> As a coach and me, I'm like, so what suppressed trauma do you have? <laughs> Literally, it was like our second, like we went out for dinner or something. Yeah, I think we went to Grilled. Grilled. Yes. At schoolies. Yes, that's right. Oh, oh good times. Anyway. No, we weren't at schoolies. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking that sounds bad. We weren't at schoolies. Schoolies was happening and we yes. were like sitting in the middle of like all these 17. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, it was very loud. Anyway. <laughs> and I remember, yeah, like we weren't, we were just starting to really get close as friends and People have asked me about my mum so much in my past. You know, people are like, oh, hey, how do you feel about that? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I would just be like, yeah. Do you want to maybe just say, 
for anyone that hasn't. Okay, yes. Yeah. So for anyone who hasn't listened to a lot of the podcast or knows, um, my mum passed away when I was 13 and I whew, suppressed those emotions, didn't I? <laughs> when I was 13, I went back to school the next week. I, you know, straight back into it. I, yeah. I, and I still do this now. If I, something really like makes me upset, stresses me out, worries me, I avoid it till it goes away. Mm. So that's what I did with this. Um, yeah. And it's definitely been something that I've had to deal with later on, um, even around like the past couple of years. Because I'm like, wow, I I really didn't accept that, did I? Mm. And I probably still fully haven't. When do you ever? Um, But I remember Riley asking me about it and I was just like, oh, yeah. And I like kind of went into it. And then what really got me to open up was was when you were then so transparent and open with me about like other things in your life, like tea and something like that. And then I was like, okay, I can then open up. So maybe if that just like got me thinking when you were saying before, like keep asking a friend if you kind of getting vibes that they aren't okay, because yeah, you can ask and they might be like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, oh, it's okay. Like, I don't want to stress you out. I don't want to worry you. But as soon as you like, it's almost like you're opening the door by that being transparent with your emotions, with your past. So then they go, oh, okay, cool. I feel comfortable to now, to now go into it. Because when yeah. you started to be so like, yeah, like I really struggled with this. This sucked. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is how I feel about this. This was awful. This is the worst day of my life. Like, blah, 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 blah. I yeah. went into it and that was honestly so helpful for me, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think that's such a good way of putting it. Like if you feel like someone is suppressing something around you and you can't quite yeah, just get through to them and it's not about cracking them or anything like that. You know, you're not trying to force someone to admit something that's not relevant to them. But if you're being closed off about things that you've struggled with, how do you expect someone to open up to you? So mm-hmm. I think it's really important. And I've always been a very, I don't know if you guys can pick up on it, but I'm a very sort of just like, oh, well, like, yeah, it just <laughs> is what it is. Like be open, be honest. Like yeah. if you're struggling with something, open up. But it's not that I expect that from other people, but I'm pretty upfront like, Tell me about your mom. Like, what happened? Mm. How are you feeling? Like, and, you know, read the room. Like, I obviously yes. wouldn't have done that if I'm like, oh, there's no way she would want to. Exactly. Um, yeah, to talk about it. But it's really important, I think. And you just, you need to create space for people knowing that as well. I know we're kind of going deep into it now, but, you know, other people's issues are not your burden to carry. Mm-hmm. And it's not to, yeah, that's not to say that in a rude way, but, if I'm expected to work with 20, 30, 40 clients, whatever, I cannot take on every single one of their their stuff, their no. problems, their issues, their happiness, their whatever, because we get to the end of the day and be like, what? Totally. And I talk to them about this all the time, but you, you know, for me, I almost picture like this energetic, like wall, like mm. to me, it's like a, like a, either like a picture, like a bubble around you or a wall in front of you where everything that they say to me, whether that's with friends, family, clients, whatever, it deflects straight back to them. Yeah. Right. Like it never gets through that wall because if you take on you know, other people's problems or issues, that's when you're left just so depleted, so tired, you're drained energetically and you can't expect to show up as your best version even for yourself, let alone anyone else. So in, you know, having that, um, I always say like be the gatekeeper of your own energy essentially. So you need to be the one that's that's yeah, really on top of that more so so you can serve yourself and serve others because if you're letting it get to you, you're no good for anyone. No. Well, yeah. you can't use a phone that's not charged, can you? So <laughs> you can't pour from a cup that's not full. 
You know what? I think that just segues us into our next little little segment. So today we thought we would answer a few questions. Yeah. Bring back the Ask Us Three. Yes, because we haven't really done that that yes. much this season. Yes. And we, I mean, as you can probably tell today, just a very chill chat between us. Yeah. No guests, no structure, no anything. But yeah. I mean, we kind of came in being like, yeah, we'll answer questions. And then we've just talked. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> we've talked for maybe 40 minutes. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> All right, we'll make these quick. But yeah. they're a little bit longer. So first question is, hi, girls. I have been thinking about moving out of my home for a long time now. I have always thrived in a space that is all mine and I am finally ready to do that. I'm about to finish high school, so I am worried about telling my mum that I want to move out at such an early age. We have always been very close, but I just don't know how she is going to take this information. I am scared that if she doesn't agree with my decision, it will put a divide in our relationship, which I don't want to happen. I was just wondering if you girls were able to give me some advice on what I should do. Absolutely loving your podcast. So inspiring. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Ah, I feel like, so for me, I didn't have any kind of friction with moving out. Um, Mm. Obviously it was just like, it was me and my dad and he'd met someone. um, So we were living with her and it was just kind of like, I wanted to move out of the area and it was kind of a very supportive decision. But I'm just kind of trying to put myself in your shoes right now. If I was in that situation and I kind of thought there'd be a little bit of tension, I would probably, I mean, this is honestly the secret to, secret to any relationship to ever happen. Mm-hmm. Communicate to your mum. Sit down, not in a way of like, I want to move out, like I blah, blah, blah. Like, because people will be like, oh, oh, like, especially if it's out of the blue for her, she could be a bit shocked and like, oh, like yeah, what? Start to plant the seed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Start to say, oh, like look at this cool apartment, look at this, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then sit down and be like, I'm actually thinking of moving out. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Like, hear her out, hear what she has to say. Cause then she might even feel like she's with like going along the process with you. Not like you're just leaving, Yeah, you know, be like, Oh, like, what do you think about this? Like, yeah, maybe this area, like maybe you could come and like, look at places with me, involve her in the process. So she doesn't feel like yeah. you're just leaving. And Obviously, like I haven't been in this situation, but I'm assuming as a mum, it will be so hard to like see your kids just move out and be like, well, like that's that, isn't it? But you, you've got to expect it too. You know that eventually your kids are going to move out. So she's probably expecting it sooner rather than later. Bring it up openly, casually. Don't make it this huge thing. Yeah. Slide it into a conversation maybe. Definitely. And I think as well, like... Everyone moved out once upon a time. So she would understand the the need for your own space and that you really thrive in that kind of environment. And I would just really preference to her that this is a decision based on you and you alone. You crave that space. You can't wait to start that life. You're so excited to have her support on that journey as well. I might only move out for six months and come back home, but I need to do this for me. And I think ultimately you need to make that call for you. I wasn't going to move out this year because I'm like oh, I stay home save more money but I'm like you know what I need this yeah and you just got to do what you yeah you got to do what you need to do mm-hmm. I think and if you know it's a good choice for you even just to experience for a little while until you work out a few things then go ahead and do it you know it's important yeah well I know that when I wanted to move out I knew like I wasn't going mm-hmm. back on that decision you kind of get ready and you're like okay like I'm ready to not live you at start home on realestate.com and you're like I am moving uh- out. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah, it's so good. But yeah, definitely just do what you know um, you need to do in this situation and be really transparent and open with her in that process as well. Yeah. Okay, next question is also quite a long one. Um, I'll also keep it anonymous because the girl is being very open. But she kind of started off and she said... 
I actually don't even know how to express myself. I want to talk about it with my best friend, but I feel like I'm being too oppressive. I don't want to make her feel bad. I feel so lonely. I realize that I have no real friends and for some reason, all my friendships are falling apart. They say it's better to have few friends, but I'm not sure if that's true. Sometimes, however, I would like to meet many people, go out and have fun. I only go out with my best friend and when she's not there, I'm alone. I see everyone having fun while I'm never invited anywhere. The few people I consider my friends don't care about me as much as I care about them. They only use me when they don't know what else to do. Sorry, it was the next page. So I'm just flicking over. Um, I don't know why it always ends up like this. I wonder if there's something wrong with me. Um, then she said, I'm sorry to disturb you. I just needed to talk to someone and you're such an angel. I admire you so much. Hope you have a wonderful day. Aww. Never apologize for reaching out. Always here. Yeah. What are your thoughts? That's a huge, um, a huge thing and something that I think a lot of people experience and go through for a long time or at some point in their life, for sure. I can definitely think of times where I felt secluded within a friendship mm-hmm. in the sense that I'm like, okay, I've only got this one person. This one person doesn't necessarily serve me or give me the opportunity to have more friendships. Mm -hmm. due to certain reasons so that in itself can be very isolating I think and that's when you feel like you have no one else to lean on but that one person and they don't open you up to new experiences or new people that's when you can feel really stuck so I think my advice to you would be know that you're not alone in that know that so many people experience that know as well that sometimes it's so hard with social media but you look at people on Instagram and you're like look at their huge group of friends and they're always going out and they're always having fun I can guarantee if you talk to those people individually there is so many issues within those groups mm-hmm. it's this person doesn't even like this person and this person has issues with this person and it's never what it looks like so yeah on a 15 second Instagram story it looks like they're having a a great time all the time but Mm. it's often not the case and you know you mentioned that is it best to have a few friends or lots of friends I will always stand by having a group of people that support you whether they're all friends or they're all individuals that's you know that's whatever but does it need to be quantity over quality? Absolutely not. No. You, Yeah, I can think of so many people that have had big groups of, you know, like 20 or 30, you know, those huge groups you can think of. There is no way possible you have time for 20 or 30 people in a week, right? Mm-hmm. So that alone, they're not going to be quality friendships because you physically don't have the time energy to give to all of those people. So for me, I know I would rather have you know, honestly, four to six really close people in my life that know me, love me, you know, support me, have my back, know what's going on. And yes, there can be extended friends from there, but I know that they're not my sole people that I'm lying on directly when, you know, shit hits the fan, for example. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a hard situation. I think even you were saying that you don't want to really bring it up with her because you don't want it to, you know, stress her out or worry her you know just like feel a bit annoying to her and I think same thing I'll say with anything like this needs to be a conversation and this needs to be communicated because ultimately you're building up this Mm. emotion and one day it might just all spill out and she'll be like where the fuck did this come from because she doesn't know anything she's sitting back being like cool like life's good probably I don't know obviously the situation but I would say definitely bring it up with her and you know, don't say it in a way that's very 
I feel like this and you're doing this wrong and, you know, avoid words that like, you never do this. You always, you know, like, cause that's never going to make someone feel good. So sit straight on the defense. Mm. So sit down and be like, Hey, like, honestly, this is how I'm feeling. Like, I don't know if you're experiencing this and like, could be on me. It could be what I'm doing. Um, what are your thoughts? This is honestly just how I am. Don't come from the standpoint of like, you're doing things wrong. Come from the standpoint of like, this is how I'm feeling. Do you reckon we could do anything that would change it definitely and I guess too like proximity if you're finding the people around you like you said you're putting in more energy with them than they're giving back to you maybe they're not your people yeah because sometimes we yeah we give a lot of ourselves to certain groups or certain people when we're not getting much in return but it does show that where you're at compared to where they're at perhaps there's a little bit of a What's the word? There's a bit of a gap. Yeah, almost. A bit of a gap. Yeah, it's a bit disjointed in yeah. a sense, I guess. So yeah, proximity, network, do different things, be around different people, go to different things. So you are just opening yourself up to different friendships, new people and new possibilities as well. Because if nothing changes, nothing, nothing changes. changes. Well, that's the thing. Like I've definitely been in friendships before where you kind of know, it's almost like you both know, but you're not admitting it. This isn't it. Yes. We don't fully connect. We're not – you just know. I can't – and I'm I'm someone who's pretty – I can't fake it. Yeah. Like if I'm not into it, I'm like, I'm not into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so realizing that maybe things just aren't feeling it. Yeah. And like Riley said, proximity, try and get out there. I know it's obviously so much easier said than done. But. It is, yeah. But if you're only ever around the same people, the same girl, the same whatever, that's – that's your that's group. Your that's small, yeah. small group. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and that becomes your world. So if you're not seeing outside of that or doing things outside of that, that's where you're going to stay. And mm-hmm. if you're not happy there, something needs to give or something needs to change. So yeah, I think definitely looking outside of that and whether it means going to yoga or joining a class yep. or I don't even know anything, just yeah. yeah, start to open up. And if there's someone at work that you've always been like, oh, they're really cool. Go have a drink with them. Yeah, exactly. Go catch up. You know, have a coffee. I don't know. It's it's about putting yourself um, out there as well, which can be scary, but you yeah. just don't know what will come from that. But ultimately, if you're going to ask someone to hang out and they say, no, you haven't lost anything. No. You're all. still the same person. You're still, you know. 100%. All right. <sighs> Third question. Hey, chicks, strap in because it's a long one. Oh, I love, love it. To hear it. <laughs> Your girl needs some advice. So I have recently finished uni and was lucky enough to get a job, which was really difficult in the current climate. I have been working for about eight months now and it's all going good, but my health and fitness has really taken a toll. I work 13 to 14 hour days, 5am to 7pm, which includes a drive there and back. Okay. The job is predominantly desk-based and is literally in the middle of whoop whoop. (laughs) You have to be Australian. (laughs) Because of the long hours and early mornings, I have struggled to keep my exercise regime. I try to do it after work, but I am just so tired. I also feel like I also like to be in bed, sorry, nice and early as I struggle to fall asleep easily. Do you have any advice that could help me? Thanks. P.S. Love the pod. <sighs> Can I just say that's that's fucking tough. That's, sorry about the swearing, but I'm passionate yeah, about that. you've gotten a little... I have been in a swearing mood this week. Yeah. Anyway. A little potty mouth. <laughs> um. <laughs> but that's, that is so tough. Oh, I'm I'm honestly staring at the message because I'm like... All I'm, all I can see is thirteen to fourteen hour days. Yeah, like that's and you know, like you said, it's the drive, 
the hour drive there and the hour mm-hmm. drive back, right? And then the whole day there, you've got a desk job. Like, where are you supposed to fit in? And then you've also obviously got to get sleep because that's very important. Yeah. You know, like, that's just tough. Mm, I've got a few things to say around this. Okay, so, go on. First one is drop the expectation of what you think your routine should look like now that your life has changed. Yeah. So it will not look like training five days a week, Monday to Friday, plus a walk, plus a whatever. Drop that. Yep. It's not going to happen. So I always say this to my girls, but you have to look at your week and be realistic. Is it two sessions? Is it three sessions? Is it two walks? Is it 5,000 steps a day? It doesn't matter what it is. Be consistent. So if you know realistically that you have the energy two nights out of the five to go to the gym, amazing. Mm-hmm. That's your routine. If you know that you're happy to do it on a Saturday and a Sunday, cool. Maybe you can get four in and your rest days are during that Monday to Friday now. Be consistent with that and know that that's what your routine looks like and that's what it has to look like if you want to implement this um, regime again, like you said. Now you have to look at your days. How are you spending them? So if you're at work for 14 hours, that's a long time. And you said that you are in like a, a desk job or an office job. So that in itself, we can relate. It's exhausting being in front of a screen all day. I feel like anyone listening who works a desk job or is in an office or uni, whatever, it's tiring, not yep. physically, but mentally, emotionally, all the rest of it. So what I would say is, are there gaps in your day where you can go for a walk? Yeah. Have you got 45 minutes for lunch? Can you walk for 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Try and break up your days as much as you can and use the pockets of time in a way that serves you. So it's not about, like I said, drop the expectation of getting a 6K walk in, for example. Yeah. That's not going to happen, but mm-hmm. that's to, that's completely fine. So if you know realistically you can get 5K um, steps in a day, amazing. Work around that. If you can train three times a week, amazing. You know, hold yourself to a standard. Know your days for that. Be flexible in your routine, but make sure you are allowing space for that as well in your week. But I don't envy your position in oh, that sense just because it sounds is so tough. Yeah, it's really tough. And I know that you mentioned um, as well that it obviously was a hard job to get because of the current climate. So I'm never going to give the advice of drop the job because (laughs) that's not realistic. But what I would say is you want your life to work for you and not against you. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of for anyone listening. But if you feel like you live to work, something needs to Something needs to change. Mm-hmm. Can you get a day off in a week? Can you finish earlier one day? That's what I would question. So it's not about, oh, you need an entirely new job, but how can you change your week slightly just to allow more time for yourself? Yeah. And I think, you know, in a day I'm trying to just like, again, put myself in your shoes and kind of go, mm-hmm. okay, like if I if that was my situation, I just wanted to get a bit more on top of my health and fitness and just make sure that it's not down like on 10 you know like top 10 priorities at the bottom you know yeah I would say you know even like every 45 minutes go up to like have a toilet break stand up and just like walk around the office for like two three minutes do 10 squats yeah like drop a cheeky burpee (laughs) (laughs) but you know like try yeah yeah, just try and like every half an hour stand up go to the toilet walk go get some water just so you're not you know sitting down for like four hours at a time because I know that's just like you just days out don't you um as well nutrition is something that hopefully in this situation you can have a bit more control over so you know if because nutrition is such a massive part of health and fitness you know if you're not fueling your body right you're not Mm going to feel great so make sure maybe you know meal prep could be a savior meal prep your lunch meal prep your dinner so it's Mm -hmm. ready so you get home you can easily have a healthy dinner 
yeah. overnight oats for breakfast. Like, no, like prepare yourself so that you know that you're eating well, you're yeah. not kind of snacking because you don't have time to do something or have a full meal. Um, that could be a massive help as well. Yep, yeah, I agree. I think it's control what you can control and what you have control over. And obviously, yeah, just make that time for yourself as best you can. But I think that's our best advice on that. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. But we are bringing back the special shares. So if you guys listen to probably like the last five or six episodes of last season, we started bringing the special shares because they're special. They yeah, they are. So good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've bit got of love. two. Yeah, I've got two bit of love. Um, this beautiful girl said, hey, girls, just wanted to send you guys a message. Don't know if you'll ever see it or not, but I'm going to send it anyway. We see it. We see it. <laughs> I recently found your podcast and instantly fell in love with your vibe. You girls are great to listen to and I relate to you guys so much. I've been trying to work up the courage to start my online business for over a year now and the self-doubt killed my dreams over and over again. I've been listening to you guys talk about confidence and starting your online businesses and it's been amazing. I wanted to say thank you. Today I started my online business because your encouraging words made me believe I'm capable of achieving anything if I put in the work and back myself. You girls are in real. Um, where am I up to? Next page. <laughs> you girls are in real. Keep sending out the positive vibes. Thank you so much again. Can I just say that makes me so happy. And the fact that you've started your online business, that is... <sighs> yeah. It's that so is cool, phenomenal. Hey? That just makes me happy because yeah. I think everyone needs something sometimes to get to that point of either starting, whether that's fitness, nutrition, whatever. That push. And yeah, that little push. And I'm glad that we could have been there. So, yeah. yeah. Honestly, love that so much. Okay. Yeah. Number two. Hi, girls. I'm from Massachusetts. Is I, am I saying that correct? Well, look, I'm like, that's why I passed you the phone. <laughs> yeah, Riley's like, here you go. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Massachusetts. I think so. Ma- I think you're going to say more of an American accent, like Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, oh we, we're not good. Okay, anyway. And I came across Sophie on YouTube and then came across... <laughs> now, it's getting to the end of the podcast. I can't speak. And came across your podcast. And I love you guys and love listening to the podcast. I think you both give such good advice about health and fitness and just life in general. But anyways, I'm binging the podcast and and I'm on episode 12. The tips to be more confident and I love this episode. I'm a nurse and I have a patient today who was paralyzed after a car accident and he couldn't move his arms or legs. And then I came home and listened to the episode and you guys said it perfectly. I criticize parts of my body because they're too big, completely forgetting how much they do for me. So I thought it was perfect that you guys were talking about this right after I took care of this patient. Anyway, love you girls. Sorry, I read that so backwards. Anyways, you girls are the best and I love listening to your podcast slash watching your YouTubes. I love that. And isn't it? That's just like the thing that makes you realize when you see someone who... Perspective is everything. Yeah. You're Mm. like, wow, like I can walk. Yep. I can can talk. I can see. I can hear. I can move. I I can can train. I can eat. Yep. Life is good. Exactly. Well, this is obviously total different situation but do you ever find like when you're sick you go like oh my gosh I take for granted being remember that time I could breathe through my nose yeah (laughs) Yeah. or like when you sprain your ankle or break Mm. something like remember that time where I can walk like you're so grateful but when you have it you don't think twice about it no you just complain about the fact that your perfectly functioning legs have cellulite (laughs) 
We've all, all been, been there. there. I love, love it. it. I love those shares. I know. So good. And to finish off the pod. The recommendations. Recommendations. And you've got a song for us. I do have a song. Okay, wait. I took a screenshot of it because um, I forgot the name. It's so good. I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a song. Okay, Georgia Richards. <laughs> If you're listening. She just gets it, doesn't she? <laughs> she gets it. And yeah. every song she plays me, I'm like, I love it. Yeah. So we had a beach day this week and she played this song. And I was like, love, I'm adding this to my playlist. All right. I also have like my Spotify playlist. I've got like playlists that people can like listen to if they want to because I'm kind of proud of them. So. <laughs> I made one. Yeah, they're kind of great. Okay. This song is by Phineas. Okay. You know Phineas? Yeah. Yeah. Let's fall in love for the night. And it is such a bop. All right, we'll listen to it in the car. Yeah, yeah. just if you're feeling a bit like, nah, or just yeah. if you're feeling good, like play it. Feeling a bit boppy. Yeah. That's your song. Exactly. I love it. Well, mine's going to be White Fox Denim. <laughs> White Fox Denim is elite. It is. Wow. I feel like jeans are so hard to find a good pair. Yeah. But these are great. Yeah, they are. Yeah, that's all. You're going to be posting a try-on haul in your vlog? I will be. People need to see a visual? Yes, I'll give you a visual in my <laughs> vlog next week. <laughs> But they're honestly amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, I've got them too and I love them. Yeah. They just – something about the fit. Yeah. They're just gorgeous. Snatched. They do. Yeah. I don't think I have any other like, – I'm trying to think. I feel like when we were talking in the episode, I was like, I have something well, else. My recommendation forgot. is to talk to people around you as well. Yeah. Just have a chat. Yeah. Have a cheeky chat. Have a chat. Have a crack. Have a chat. Riley's favorite like saying. Have a crack. It's just <laughs> have a crack. I'm like I was just out there having a crack. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, we will wrap this up now because how long has it been? Too long. It's been way too long, but we have an amazing guest on next week, which we're so excited for. So we might even, we might even post on our Instagram stories asking you guys to ask our guest questions. Yes. I'll just leave it for a few more days. You can. Yeah. Well, then we know what you want to hear rather than it's just like what we want to hear. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. We love it. But thank you so much guys for another amazing episode. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed your walk, your drive, your chill. Yes. Your train ride, (laughs) your training. (laughs) Yes. But you know what? Okay. So sorry to just like extend (laughs) it. I listened to the Brie episode while I was working out the other day. It was like an hour. It got me through my whole session. I kind of loved it. I love that, but I just can't get around a podcast when I'm trying to lift something heavy. It depends what mood I'm in. Yeah. Yep, yep. But it kind of kept me distracted. I love that for you. Yeah. All right, guys. Anyway. <laughs> see ya. We'll see you next week. <laughs>